Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here, and boy, am I excited for this new season of What's Cracking. Our first guest, we have none other than, let's guess, let's guess who the guest is. He mm -hmm. is a host mm -hmm. of his own mm -hmm. hit show mm -hmm. on Shudder, which has a stellar rating, a beyond the Zonker rating of like, like 4.7 out of 5 on Shudder. And like a 9.12 thousand out of 10 on IMDb and a 97% rating on Google, people. Oh, my gosh. Basically, super stellar hits, and you, I haven't gone far enough. That's right. None other than Joe Bob Briggs from The Last Drive-In. First guess. <sighs> For season two. Here we go. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tease this a bit. I'm going to tease this a bit. If you know Joe Bob just from the Monster Vision, Last Driving stuff, and of course you can hear Joe Bob on the Last Driving with Darcy the Male Girl, only on Shutter Fridays, Fridays, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. If you know him only from that, you're missing so much more. The Pulitzer, Pulitzer, I like Pulitzer, prize nominated individual. Did you know that? Well, you're going to find out all this and more in the next What's Cracking. Hit it. Hey, everyone. Jim Phoenix here. And boy, are we excited for this new episode of What's Cracking. We've got none other than, ooh, Joe Bob Briggs from The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. Only on Shutter, by the way, Fridays, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. or 9 p.m. Eastern. Ooh. And I've been waiting. We've all been waiting for Joe Bob. And this is the special moment. We've been waiting for since the pandemic, before the pandemic, since Monster Vision, since way back when, way back when. And now it's live. Hi, Joe Bob. Pleasure to have you. Great to be here. Thank you for that intro. Yeah, anytime. Now, I have a couple quick fire questions, if you don't mind. Okay. I've been dying to ask some of these questions to you. You okay. grew up, you didn't really grow up in Texas, right? You were in Arkansas and you moved to Texas, yeah? I grew up in Texas and Arkansas. Oh, I, okay. I, was, I was born in Dallas. I was, uh, oh. My parents were school teachers. We traveled around a lot. We, we lived out in West Texas. We lived in the panhandle of Texas. We we lived in Texarkana, which is on the on the line between Arkansas and Texas. So you've um, been all over. And then and then I went to high school in Little Rock. Yeah, you went to high school in Little Rock. Now, did you ever go beyond Little Rock? Because I know and other places, because I know of this little comedy scene in Texas that was pretty hot near the Dallas and Houston area, especially the comedy workshop where Kinnison and Hicks were doing it. Were you touring through there? Um. Uh, comedy would have come uh, I mean you know I, I was after after high school I went to Vanderbilt right. I went to Vanderbilt University then after Vanderbilt University I got a job back in Dallas and uh, there was a period in the 80s when and, you know everybody was doing stand-up grandma your grandma was doing stand-up you know I think my and everybody everybody was on the road all the time doing stand up and so i did have a period where i was doing um uh uh doing shows in uh comedy clubs and 
but actually most of them were not in Texas. I mean, really? most of them were in other places. Um, but um, my show worked better with like in college venues and places like that where I could tell long stories. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I, 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 I played the comedy clubs like Caroline's in New York, but right. if you play, if you play Caroline's, yeah, you have a lot of people whose their first language is not English. And so the only way to make them laugh is say fuck every 10 seconds. So, that was the old Eddie Murphy bit, right? It's like the only language yeah. they pick up sometimes. Absolutely. I know. Uh, yeah. And so, um, so I, I was not a, I was not a fan of the comedy club scene and okay. it was pretty, you know, but I, but I did do a lot of shows. Yeah. And that's why I was wondering because I, I see you more like I've seen Kevin Smith a couple of times live and Kevin can go on for quite some time. And there's times when I'm watching the last drive-in and you're doing your monologues and I'll look down at the, at the clock going, Holy crow. How long this was it, because you get, you get sucked <laughs> in as an audience oh, yeah. you get sucked into it. And you have like no idea the movie's supposed to start. It's like, yeah, I know. I mean, yet. the most, the most famous one I did, I love the Texas chainsaw massacre so oh, much that the commentary I did on the movie is longer than the movie. <laughs> so if you, if you add the time, the times on all the uh, breaks and the, and the intro and the outro, I, I actually, uh, you know, the movie, the movie is like an hour 27 or something. And I talk for an hour 32 or something. Like that. and, and that's the best part for me. That is the best part. And I'm so glad you brought up Texas chainsaw massacre because I am from Las Vegas and I somehow moved to Montreal. Don't ask why. But there we had David Schmoller teaching. And I remember Schmoller was talking, talking about uh, Toby Hooper and how that first movie was made back then. And the things that you were saying yeah. echoed what Schmoller was saying. And you added like extra layers onto it. And, and that's part of the amazement that you are like, you really are this investigative, very deep deep journalist. Well, I, I was, I was an investigative reporter before I started working on, on movies before I started, before I was a movie critic and I, I was never really a conventional movie critic. I, I didn't right. really like the, I, I didn't really like the grind of, of watching all the mainstream movies. And so that's why I started doing the column, Joe Bob goes to the drive-in, which is, which was celebrate celebration of exploitation movies at a time when they were considered disposable trash and nobody reviewed right. them. In fact, you, you know, in fact, the newspapers were active, actively opposed to them. And so, um, uh, so that's how, that's how that happened. David Schmoller went to the university of Texas. Um, yes. and, and, and at the university of Texas, um, Toby Hooper, he's the foundation filmmaker at the university of Texas. I mean, I think, when he, he, he like was there in, he graduated in like 1962 or something like that when they didn't even have a film department. I think it was right. like called the radio TV department or something. And so anybody who goes to the University of Texas Film School, Toby Hooper's the man, you know? <laughs> so that's probably why David knew so much about Texas oh, Chainsaw yeah, Massacre. No. Plus just being from Texas. And, it's just the area, um, yeah. Yeah. But... Um, I, I, I'm, I'm amazed that David Schmoller didn't have a bigger career than he had. 
Uh, maybe he wanted to be a teacher. I don't know. I, I, I know um, what? But, I don't know. He talked about Puppet Master, and he talked about yeah. a bit of his choices there. And we had a horror class uh, with him, and like some of his students went really well. Like Nick Roth made a good name for himself on like Ghost Adventures TV shows, and uh, Mike's uh, Mike did a couple of things with like Dolph Lundgren later on. So we his student, you know, he's influential that way. But I think he. And this is, was one question for you. I think he sees it as passing the torch, maybe. And I was wondering, because you do have this wealth of knowledge, did you ever think of just going, oh, you know what, maybe I can just get a job teaching film or teaching journalism? Um, you know what? My, both my parents were teachers, and yeah. I saw enough of that world <laughs> to, know that, to know that it's – it's never what you think it's going to be. And um, I have taught, I, I have taught, um, uh, I, I taught at the University of Texas at Dallas um, for a couple of years. Where I, I taught a, a, a course in the history of exploitation films. Oh, wow. Um, but um, I, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> it's not for it, me. It's not, we, it's uh, not always what I crafted it to be. That's, that's uh, my day job. It's like, <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, it's like, uh, Mr. Briggs, can I make up that? Uh, can I make up that test that I was supposed to do? Like, and and that paper, you know, that was supposed to be at the beginning of the semester. And yeah. I'm trying to get into law school, and blah, you know, it's like I, I was like, I don't like dealing with the. The, the paperwork of it yes <laughs> right right that that's kind of it like uh can i make this up like from last year no no you cannot make this from <laughs> yeah, last no. year oh no no from three years ago <laughs> three years no ago. it's like uh you remember me you know remember i got that incomplete you know and well I, you know i'm trying to get into law school i need four extra credits and i'm like can i do it can i can i write can i turn in that paper no, and, you can't turn in that paper. <laughs> well, then how about a uh, letter of recommendation uh, if you can't? <laughs> Remember me? I'm the student 12 years ago who didn't do anything. Uh, yeah, I understand that way too much. Now, I did. I always research people. Uh, if your ears are burning, that was me. And I didn't know this about you. Honestly, God, I, I, we know that eccentric orbits, which is pretty big hit, along with Evidence of Love, which is now like 12 different movies and miniseries and movie miniseries <laughs> that just are flying out of nowhere. But I'm not sure how many people knew that you were nominated for a Pulitzer Prize. Oh, yeah, well, I, yeah, I, well, I was working for UPI around right. uh, at the time of uh, I was the New York uh, bureau guy for uh, UPI at uh, on the on the day 9-11 happened right. and it happened in the neighborhood where I was living. And so I wrote this series of articles. I wrote an eyewitness count. And then, I, and then each day following, I wrote this series of articles and UPI nominated me for the uh, Pulitzer, Pulitzer yeah. for that year. So That's... I didn't win. Well, <laughs> I think it's rigged. We have to recount. We have to recount. Yeah, so I want to say we went from everywhere from uh, an award, heavily award-nominated journalist to you're doing your very wonderful show on Shudder, The Last Drive in a Joe Bob Briggs, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, only on Shudder. Fridays are, that's it. We just block that off. 
And you're also doing on some touring. I see you're going to be in Tempe, Arizona tomorrow, which if you have a That's time right. machine, um, you can jump back in this one. And I'm going to be in uh, Tempe uh, tomorrow night and um, Gilbert uh, the next night um, doing a new show that I have, um, which I do with the American Genre Film Archive. The American Genre Film Archive is this organization in Austin that restores movies just like the Criterion Collection does, but they right. restore exploitation movies, <laughs> you know, uh, movies that, that nobody gives a, gives a flip about. And so, um, uh, so they have a catalog of 5,000 movies and I'm going to host every single one of them. And, uh, oh <laughs> so anyway, we have this double feature. It's called Cerebellum night where I give the whole history of brain movies at which, of which there are about 50. And, um, and then, uh, we show the brain and then we show brain damage and, uh, and and I appear on stage, you know, during the during the presentation. So we're so doing that twice in in the Phoenix area. That sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. And I can't wait. If you're in the Phoenix area, absolutely check that out. And if you're not in the Phoenix area and you want to meet, well, me, Jim Phoenix, I will be in Las Vegas while you're in Las Vegas. I will buy one, the first person who does the call-in, drive-in, text-in, whatever it is. I'll buy you a ticket to the Las Vegas one, October 6th to 8th. And you can always yeah. reach Joe Bob Briggs, last drive-in, only on Shutter, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, Fridays. That's it. Joe Bob. Yeah. I'm I'm, I, I'm getting like the high sign. So I want to say thank you very much for everything. The pandemic, a lot of us are, uh, we call them mutant family, whatever it is. We might not have been here unless it wasn't for you. I mean, I wouldn't be here. I know personally, because your show I've never seen it before. Comes in during the pandemic. People are like, check it out. I'm like, sure, why not? And it kept me going every week just to see you guys. So I want to say thank you. Oh, that's great to hear. Just thank okay. you so much for that. And, thank uh, you. On that great note, I, I just want to thank everyone. Thank you very much, Joe Bob. And what was this? What was your line? May the drive-in never die. The drive-in will never die. Never die. <laughs>